time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan. My goodness, good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach and Kevin Carpenter coming at you live this afternoon, and I am uh, I'm scrambling here. I'm scrambling. i got too many things going on, and then boom, here comes the show, and then the phone doesn't want to cooperate. You're just a busy man. You've got it, it's all that. In it's the fire. too many things. We'll figure it out, and we'll get that stupid phone up there and, uh, and, and at least have some of the show up there, which is probably not a bad thing because I only had like 45% battery on my phone. It may not even last get, for the whole show. Oh, you could get through. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll get through with the phone down here. It won't be a problem. <laughs> It'll be a charm. It's good to see you. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. We got stuff today. So much sports. It's been a weekend of man more than you can shake a stick at. Who are we going to fire? Who are we going to oh, hire? Man. Who plays who? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Who played? Cowboys. Who got hurt? Ever. Yeah, I know. You don't want to do that one, Injuries. Probably. Injuries. Coaches. Coaches got their feelings hurt. People yeah. are rich. People are rich? For not working. Well, they're going to be richer. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just... It's the best time of the year It's for Monday. Sports. Monday is this way. You come in Monday after you leave here on... Well, you know, we leave Thursday. When was the sports... Not the equal night. What do they call it? We're all four sports. We're yeah. playing on one night. You, I think we just had it. Yeah. Hockey, baseball, football, everybody going Even at one time. Even had a college football game yeah. on that night. Yeah, basketball, so, everything. Yeah. College basketball. We still are. The only thing they got rid of was baseball. I know, but it ended well. It did well. If you're if you're a <laughs> Ranger well. fan, yeah, I would think you say that. Ended no well. question. All right, uh, we've got um, we've got news locally. Which yes. actually isn't breaking. No. This is not breaking news across town over at Liberty Island. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, and I, and I really, really like Dawoski Davis. What a great man. He, he really is. And he he loved Liberty Island, and he loved those kids. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of the Kevin Davis deal. Yes, you know, that's a great analogy. You know, Kevin Davis, of course he did, we can talk about that, he did get hired as the permanent uh, coach at West Monroe. Heck yeah, which is, well he deserved. It. Yep. But sometimes the message that you tell the kids, I don't care what kind of coach you are, sometimes it just doesn't, it doesn't catch. It just doesn't get there. No, you're right. And so I think that's what happened to Dawoski. Um, you know, if I was him... I would um I, he could he could retire right off in the sunset. Um but then you gotta think what's Liberty Ilo gonna do? You know, they've got uh, and I guarantee you they're gonna have applicants that are gonna come out of the woodworks. Uh I think um and somebody said they saw Jimbo Fisher in town. I don't think uh Jimbo could probably do it for free. 
but but I don't think Jimbo is going to be the guy. Um, if you're listening on the radio, I wish you could see Chuck Zach right now. He is battling with that phone on Facebook. So I guess we're on Facebook now. Oh yeah, we're legit now. Wow, let's let's check it on out. all media now. Let's check it out. So Stephanie can check Look and make there. sure you're sitting here. All right, so there you go. Uh, anyway, back to Dewaski. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave you hanging, but okay. I was trying to get that set up for you. Um, I'm on the phone with somebody on Friday morning and mm. was told Friday that he was cleaned out the office, Yeah, that he was done. Yeah, Got another call Friday afternoon on the road. They basically said the same thing, that yeah. today he, he packed up all the stuff and, and walked away. And apparently yeah. Liberty Ilo's board had already made a decision that they weren't going to yeah. renew his contract. And yeah. That was kind of... Uh, common knowledge. I think yeah. we were all kind of under the impression that it would probably mean at semester yeah. that they would post the job and look for somebody else. They made the playoffs, got him an extra week to try to figure out, you know, how exactly this was going to go down. Um, but folks in the know had kind of yeah. felt like this was coming for a while. And when the contract got non-renewed, well, then that was pretty much ball game. Yeah. Um, but your point's well taken about Dawoski. He's one of the really, really nice guys. And and people are going to do one of two things. Either they're going to say, which is why your contract doesn't get renewed, well, he didn't win enough. Yeah. Had a bunch of talent there and didn't win enough. And the other side of that fence is going to be the people who recognize he inherited 0-10. Yeah. He inherited a flood of kids who were heading out the door because yeah. they didn't want to play at 0-10. Yep. And they jumped ship and went other places. And I, I think he did about as good a job as you could do about circling the wagon and trying to keep kids at LE and making that program at, at least competitive. Oh, and yeah. 10, they weren't competitive. No. They, they were competitive. It was a train wreck. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was horrific. It was bad. I, I, and I don't want to throw dirt on anybody because this is a really hard job to do, to be a high school football yeah. anything, to be a high school anything. Let's yeah. just do that. But, but the very first game that uh, the previous coach had coached, the, the, the writing was on the wall in the pregame. Yes. And I don't know if you're aware of this that. story. Yeah. But, you know, we had another team that was playing them and shared the wall for the locker room yeah. and came out and basically told me that what was going on in there was just defying explanation for how you get ready for a football game yeah. for the mayhem that was going on in the locker room yeah, next door. Was, and yeah. that was before the first game. Yeah. And yeah. it never really got itself back under control. And so Dawoski was was charged with trying to keep that bleeding from happening. They made the playoffs yeah. the last couple of years. But reality about Liberty Allo right now, the, the enrollment's going down. Yeah. They're probably going to drop to 3A. Nothing cemented till we get it on paper from UIL. But he did as good a job as he could do to stem the bleeding yeah. that was happening so that that program had a chance to at least – get its legs back under it again. Whoever's going to take that thing over now, and they'll hire God knows who. They're going to have some, you're right, they're going to have some intriguing applicants for that job, especially if it's dropping to 3A, That's where you key. are going to be one of the largest schools in the state at 3A. Yeah, You're going to have 
programs in place that are really good in a couple of places and some that need some attention in some others. So the head coach slash athletic director isn't just going to have to worry about turning around football. They've got some other programs that need to be addressed. They do. Um, but dropping a 3A makes life a lot oh, easier. It, you, you, you know, Atlanta thought this. Oh, we're going to drop a 3A. We're going to win state. No, 3A is tough. No, it's especially around here. 3A yeah, is very tough. This region's tough in 3A. You bet. And and you're going to end up probably in a district it, with teams like Atlanta, Tatum, whatever. Yeah. But you got a fighting chance now, especially when you're looking at the big, the big guys, alignment. You know, big guys on basketball courts where big kids just are few and far between at small schools, yeah. you have a better chance to try to compete. I think Coach Davis and LE people may not agree with him, but I, I I believe this. It's better now than when he got it. Believe it or not, it is better now than when he took over. Oh yeah. The from what I've heard, discipline's better, and I don't think kids have left. The kids left before Dawoski got there. You know, a couple of eighth graders left and came to Pleasant Grove. I think a couple went to Texas High. Um, and I hope, and I'm not comparing L.E. to Texas A&M, but it's kind of got the same, the L.E. people, they so bad want to beat Pleasant Grove and they want to be, compete against them right now. And I hope that whoever they get, they give them time to develop just like in college, give them time to develop the middle school and get them better. And if they drop down to 3A, they could be really competitive. And the one thing they got to do is, and I don't know if they ever will, their facilities aren't near as good as the other two schools on the Texas side. They're not even close. But keep the kids out there. Keep them out there, and you can be competitive. And I've heard rumors, I'm not going to name names, that there's a couple of ex LE players that are out there that are successful. Yeah. That now whether or not they want to come here or are ready. And the thing is, you're going to have to hire somebody probably before realignment comes out. Why? Well, I guess you know what. No, no, I'm not. I'm I, not arguing. I'm no, just no, explain no. why. Uh, if there's candidates out there, it's just like in college. You want to go get that guy before he takes another job. Sure. So if there's a bigger school wanting to go after your guy, you want to go out there and get him. But there's some candidates out there that will take this job knowing they're dropping down to 3A. Well, I don't – we'll know in a month-ish yeah. about what class we'll be in. Yeah. If we're going to be 4A or if we're going to be 3A. Yeah. But if you're posting that job tomorrow mm-hmm. and you start taking applications in till the end of the month – Mm-hmm. And you start doing interviews in December before the Christmas break. You got two weeks to bring in some folks, you know, shuffle through interviews, bring in some folks, let the board sit down. Liberty Island is going to have to make decisions about is yeah. Jeff going to be the permanent superintendent? I mean, they've still got some things they I, need to, to get all I, lined up. Can I voice my personal opinion on this radio show? Well, I think that's what you do. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. If they don't make him the superintendent, then I'll never root for them again, and they'll deserve what they get. What if they make me the superintendent? Jeff would be better. <laughs> I won't argue. I'm just saying. You would be a heck of a superintendent. No, God, no. And I'll be. I'll go as far as to say if Jeff was the superintendent, what, three, four years ago, they wouldn't be in the spot. I'm just telling you. I, I hate to do what ifs. I mean, what if is, I don't know. And, yes, Jeff's a lifelong personal friend of mine. Oh, well, but so you can't do that then. 
he, I promise you, LE people, if you let Jeff, let Jeff, Jeff handle it. Let Jeff be Jeff. Let him, let him, he knows football. He yeah. knows athletics. Yep. And he'll find the best person yep. and, and you'll be just fine. Yeah. There's, no argument. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But that's got to be, that's got to be solved. Yeah. Then you got to hire an athletic director yep. slash football coach. Yeah. And you're right. There are a couple of names floating around who have some LE ties, who are mm-hmm. grads, who are, would be out, young guys who would be outstanding if given the chance. As you were guessing, they're going to be. They may be terrible, but the, the thought is they'll circle the wagon even more. They'll keep kids at home even more. They'll invigorate the program. You know, they tried that with with Clint King when they hired him. Yeah. Young guy, going to kind of replicate what Josh Gibson was over at mm-hmm. PG. And just never connected to the kids no. in his charge. The, they would be wise to find somebody who would be connected to the their their best days in any of the sports they've had in the last however many years. Robert Cochran, yeah, girls basketball, lifelong leopard, yeah. Zach Fowler, yeah, baseball, lifelong leopard. The connections to the community, and Ellie is unique in this town from yeah. all of the other communities, having somebody you, – you can go out and look at Art Bryles. I know they did that the past, the they first did. time around or they last did. time around before Clint. You can look at that guy, but you, your own backyard may be where your success is. Yep. I don't know. The kids will They stay. won't have me on the committee to hire, so I'll no, go No, me and you aren't going to be on it, but I'm just telling you, Ellie, folks, <laughs> you let Jeff write – do his work, his magic. Yep. He's going to find somebody that that's going to work out. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. You, let's. I, I just made you the athletic director. Yeah. Kevin Carpenter, uh-huh. your school you're about to take over. We'll just say went to three A. Are you going to schedule PG? Oh, for sure. You are. Yeah. Why? Because they're crosstown rival. It's a game you don't have to travel. Okay. It's in the backyard. Okay. And you're going to be. In the next few years, you're going to be pretty close to PG. I think I call Josh and I say, talk to me in two years. Give me two years to get my program on its feet. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get back with you in two years. Let me see if I can't find somebody else well, that I can play. See, this. LE's going to have this. They dropped to 3A. Yeah. They're going to have trouble finding games. Just see, I don't like, think they will. Well, they'll they'll have. Can you play Sulphur Springs? Can you play Mount Pleasant? Can you? I mean, could you still play those yeah. schools and not play PG right now? Yeah, you don't want to have to play Sulphur Springs or Carthage or Gilmer. Not I don't play them. No, but if you could But get, I think I can play Sulphur and stay with them. I would get PG, and if uh, if Hooks isn't in your district, I'd get Hooks okay. and DeKalb. All right, well, there you go. If they'll play you. Okay. Yeah, but I, I bet they would. No, you don't want to load up like they did a few years no, ago. No, 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 no. With LaVega and Carthage no, God, and Argyle. No. And- no. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Jug Zach, Kevin Carpenter on the fan. Welcome back. It is uh, about 19 minutes after the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck, Zach, and Kevin Carpenters. We're hanging out with you today. Tomorrow's show's supposed to be a change of the uh, personnel, the lineup, just a little Uh-oh. bit tomorrow, because we are supposed to be confirming Ryan Wall for Wednesday. And if that's the case, Tyler Huff is going to be in here Wednesday instead of Tuesday. 
and Razorback Billy would come in tomorrow instead. So a little shuffling of the people to try to accommodate Texas A&M, Texarkana men's basketball coach Ryan Wall. Does this town, you better let the whole town know that Billy's on Tuesday. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm waiting for a confirmation from Tyler that Wall is for sure Wednesday because we thought we had Wall a couple times and he's always got some move that he avoids us. Have we kept him this long? Ryan Wall? Yeah, how have they kept him this long? That's a great question. I might hate to say that, but no, that's a great question. I, I don't how much. I, how, I thought how after, much longer are you going to keep him? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really good. Yeah, he's and really he's good. Very successful, yeah. and he's a young guy who's got a lot of upside. I don't know. Well, you know, Connor Willett is an assistant coach now on that staff. I believe. I know. And he'd make a heck of a coach at A and M. He's a little young for all that just yet. Yeah. No offense to Connor, love him, but no, no. he just graduated. Here you, go. you let Doug. Oh, God. Be the head coach. Nope, you lost me there. Trust me. Nope, nope, you lost me right there. Nope, nope. Doug can flat nope. out basketball coach. I hear you. I'm talking about a couple <laughs> of PG guys. Uh, the Hawks played on uh, Friday, took care of business. It yeah. was a non competitive game, like a lot of first round games yeah. are. Fours play one a lot, in the, obviously, in the first round. And most of the times, those are blowouts. 61 7. I went. It was. Uh... As ugly as you've seen. Yeah. Now, but, you know, um, Rusk, they were, I thought they were probably better than North Lamar. They were better than Pittsburgh. They were better okay. close to LE. Okay. Um, probably better than Spring Hill a little bit. And it was just, it looked like a college team playing a middle yeah. school team. No, no question. Um, it was. They'd probably never seen speed like Kari Johnson. No, and he there was a couple of plays in that game where literally it looked like backyard football. Kari would drop back to pass. He'd he'd run left, run right, run left, run right. He would point to a receiver. The receiver would adjust his route and he'd throw it to him, or he would run forty fifty yeah. yards. Six carries, ninety three um, yards. The the play of the game was Caden McFadden. I guess he was at running back, and they had a pitch, and he fumbled it, and he kicked it 20 yards behind him, and he went to pick it up, and he picked it up, then he dropped it. Then he picked it up again, and I think he's about on the 35, and the next thing you know, he's in the end zone, and people were like, what happened? Yeah. He just – too. There's too athletic. Yeah, they're very athletic. Yeah. And I think uh, this week, Cato Mills is going to be – I'm probably going to be quite a bit better than what we just played. You would hope. You're not playing a four now. You're no, playing a two, I think, aren't you? They're a good program. And, you know, they beat us two years ago in two or Roy three, yeah. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so they'll, but they had a crazy quarterback They had a really year. good quarterback. Right. And if you remember that night, I don't think, I don't think Nick Martin played. Um, I don't – was that Landon? No. No. Landon was already gone. He was gone. We had a bunch of injuries, yeah. so it was uh, it wasn't very pretty. But anyway, it happens. It, it should be um, Hawks going there and play well. It should be. I think somebody said they were favored by thirty. Probably that's about right. That's probably about right. I don't. The thing is, Coach Gibson now he's not going. He's going to go play at the best facility, which which I, they I agree with. Yeah. And you know, old people like me that want to go to the game, right? I probably can't go on a Thursday night and get home at one thirty in the not. morning no. and get up and be functional the next day. No, probably not. Uh, in Melissa, 
in Melissa. That's why Texarkana Game Day is great. Yeah. Shout out Morgan Smith. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it was, yeah, Thursday night, 630, which is, you know, then you got your Friday nights free and, and Gibson can go watch wherever Carthage is played. You, you got an extra day. To prepare for Carthage, who, yeah. by the way, is playing in Mount Pleasant. So it's not there, a long drive. Friday at go. 7. They're hmm. going to take on Van Alstine. And and then we're going to have, if everybody takes care of their business, yeah. you're going to have a week to prepare for what will be yeah. the biggest game in a while in Northeast Texas. Yeah, it'll be the biggest game in 4A in the state of Texas. Yeah, no question. I mean, yeah, there's, grad's not great. Any, no question. there's not any matchups. Nope. Uh, the the big question going back and forth on the social media is, where are they going to play? Okay. And, you know, Hawk fans are saying, this is our year. Carthage right. isn't as good. Right. And Carthage is – Carthage, all they need to say is, we're Carthage. We're Carthage. Yeah. We have nine. We have nine rings. You have two, we have nine. And that's what they're going to say. So it's uh, – in Carthage, well, we're young. And, and that's they, that's what I keep hearing. I keep hearing this is the year. Catch them this year or forget about them. I would them. love to have those young players they got. Yeah, right. And Especially it, next year and the yeah, year after. Yeah. And see, you and I are doing it. We're sitting here. We're already playing out the game in two weeks. I know. Of this one I this know. Week. I know. And, and they'll, they'll probably end up at Lobo or I, I someplace so. like that. That's where they've played before when yeah. they've met in the playoffs. Yeah. We'll be somewhere down around Longview. I would bet Josh is going to call Scott and say, listen, let's play at the star. And Surratt's going to say, absolutely not, no way, not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't if I was him. I, I say that. I don't, you know, having not seen them this year, yeah. they may be a better on turf team and yeah. not want to deal with the weather because we don't know what two weeks from now is going to look exactly. like or 10 days from yeah. whatever it is. We don't know if it's going to be 50 degrees mm-hmm. and windy or if it's going to be 75 and. Or if we're going to have, you know, the year of the, was it first state championship or second? They, they had a day in, in, uh, in Paris. Yes. That was like 30. People were oh, dying yeah. cold watching we that silly game. Melissa. And we the next Melissa. week it was 75 at Sulphur Springs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't know. Star makes perfect sense. You're going to need a place big enough to handle. Yeah. The biggest crowd either one of these schools is going to have. I mean, last time they played at PG, yeah. the hill was full. They packed the whole thing when they played a regular season non-district game yeah. like week three or four. This will be – this may be – you know, Tyler's a little too close to Carthage, if yeah. I'm PG. I would go long. I wouldn't go Marshall. It's not big Marshall's, enough, and the parking's a nightmare Parking's terrible. The stadium's a rundown. The well, lights they're, are they're terrible. doing fixing. They've got a lot of fixes going on at Marshall. Okay. But they've got tons of construction. You can't hardly yeah. park there now. It's a nightmare if you're looking at To fans. me, Lobo's easier to get into. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's almost like playing at Wrigley Field. If yeah. you play at Lobo, it's been in East Texas for Mid seventies, yeah. early seventies. Yeah. It's just iconic. Yep. Um, and there's plenty of room. Um, but but we're talking two weeks down the road. We got to take care of this week first. N- neither Surratt or Gibson want to hear any of this conversation because yeah, they got to play. And I promise you, both coaches are telling their kids the same thing. Yeah. Gibson's like, if you think you can beat Carthage, you won't get a chance nope. unless you. And if you don't beat, you Cat go Ames. out and you have five turnovers and 15 penalties, you can get beat this week. 15 penalties? Jeez. And, and I'm telling you, I hope Josh isn't listening, but that's the one thing this Pleasant Grove team that I've noticed, they have more penalties. Yep. They're, they play, they're edgy. They're going to get, they're going to get a late hit. Okay. They're not dirty, but it's a, uh, but edgy's you, a good word. It's a different, edgy's a good word. It's a different kid 
than it was at Pleasant Grove, even in seventeen. Okay. It's it's more of the. Well, it's a, they're all different kids though. We're yeah, six years in the future, just, and everybody's edgier. We've lived through COVID. They, Everything's different. They um got they got they have more swag than the seventeen team did. Okay. More, but, but you know the seventeen team didn't know. Yes. Nobody had ever done anything at PG. Right. So there was no reason to have swag. They all graduated after 17, so 18 didn't really have swag because they were mm-hmm. all babies. Mm-hmm. 19 probably was a little more swaggy. Yeah. But now, yeah, I mean, they've got their number two or whatever, three in the state, and they're going to, they should have swag. Yeah. And it's the rest of the area. Tough days for a lot of folks in the rest of the area. But before we move anywhere, first of all, Hooks obviously put up yeah. video game numbers. How do you score 92 points? I don't even know how. Well, here's how. You ready for this? Yeah. These are the numbers that, that, that I pulled up this week. Um, Ripken Birdwell, who's a sophomore. Remember that. Uh-huh. He's a sophomore. Before you want to schedule hooks, if you're Liberty Isle, you're talking about schedule That's hooks. Sorry. Yeah, he's a sophomore. <laughs> yeah. um, 11 to 16 for 342 yards and five touchdowns. He ran nine times for 140 more mm. and scored two more. So seven touchdowns. The sophomore quarterback was responsible for. Keyshawn had 25 carries, 307 yards, and five touchdowns. Emmanuel Baird, one of the wide receivers, four for 170 and two. Jatavius Johnson, another receiver, six for 163 and three. Mm. So that's how you put up 92. Yeah. You get those kind of numbers. People get mad when they see that. But do you want to, in the third quarter, take a knee? You don't want to do that. No, they gave up 57. I know. It's not like and it was 92 from, to 7. From what I heard, the other team, they're down 50, and they score, and they onside kick. Sure, of course you will. So any coach, when the other team onside kicks, you're like, okay. They're still playing. We're, we're going to score. You're darn right. You keep onside kick. This happened to Josh a couple times. We're going to keep scoring. Yeah. So well, Of course you do. You can't. When the other team waves the white flag... And just kicks off normal. You're like, okay, it's yeah. it's dive play. Yeah, we'll dive play three times. You stop us. We'll punt back to you. But if you're still in the, you're still trying to win the game. Then the other mm-hmm. team needs to play to win the game. The other team to recognize real fast, New Boston. Yeah, nobody that I know had seen New Boston handling yeah. up on troop the way they did. Yeah, uh, they get Newton as a prize yeah, this yeah. week. Thank you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be careful what you wish for is one of those deals. But yeah. how about New Boston? Yeah who, again, I think shocked some folks last Friday, their biggest win in a long time. You get in the playoffs, you're an early underdog, everyone's talking Newton Troop round two, and the Lions crash that party. And before we ever get away from the segment, tip of the hat to those guys. That's a great win for them. Yeah, and they were terrible a couple of years ago. They were terrible. And Decap had a great game, too. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they lost maybe the most exciting game yeah. of the uh, of the weekend with a uh, an overtime, what, 39-36 yeah. ball game? Because they didn't hit an extra point late in the game. But uh, three well, really good teams on the western part of the county. We're, I'll guarantee you we're going to be talking next week about Texas High's next opponent and Pleasant Grove and Hooks. And I'm just telling you, Texas High's not getting beat. I don't think so. I know this team's good. Okay. Oh, Billy, help me out here, Billy. <laughs> no, no, they're they're Mansfield Summit's eight and three. They're fine. Yeah. This is this is better competition than last week with Terrell, but then it gets you know they're going to get Lovejoy. 
Yeah. And then they're going to get either Sock or they're going to get Melissa. Um, it, it's really tough after this for Texas High. This is the last one they're probably going to go in as a favorite. The yeah. next two, they're probably going to be underdogs. Oh, yeah. They will, they'll be underdogs against Lovejoy. Yeah. yeah and Melissa. Yeah. And Sock, if it was – I mean, either mm. one of them. They're, they're probably going to be underdogs to any of those. What a tough region. You're not kidding. Wow. All right. Hey, I when we come it. back, yeah. uh, Billy, I want to talk Razorbacks. I'm going to help you all out. Oh, you are? I got the cure for them. Okay. And we can talk Longhorns. And Aggies. We can talk, I can tell you what the Aggies and the Razorbacks need to do. Well, we all need to hang around for that. There you go. It's about 29 minutes till top of the hour. Leave in the yard. Chuck Zach, Kevin Carpenter on the fan 1079. Welcome back. 25 minutes, still top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Kevin Carpenter, 903-735-9905 is our number here in the studio. All right, so uh, Dr. Carpenter here has got the uh, the cure for your ills if you're a Razorback, an Aggie, what do you want or go a for? Longhorn. You want to go Aggie, Longhorn? Go, uh, well, no, let's Billy's go listening. Let's Billy's go listening right okay. now, so you need, okay, to talk okay. to, you need to talk about the Hogs. Let's do this. Let's start Arkansas. All right, fix the Hogs. Because there's no Longhorn. He's all ears, listening. he says. Um, of course, they have not fired Sam Pittman. They may not fire Sam Pittman. I don't know. Would you? Um, God, I hate to say it, but yes. Say it. Yeah, you would. Yes. Um, simply because there's a couple of candidates out there that I would go after. Now, if you're Arkansas, they can always say no. Ask, go ask them. Send agents and ask Oh, you're not. You're not sending. This is earth shattering. You're back channeling. If you're doing any of this, if you're Arkansas, you're back channeling all this conversation. First guy I go to. All right. Hold on. All right. Is Deion Sanders? No. That's who I go to, because he brings Texas ties. He does because he was lived in Texas. Coaches like him. Arkansas, you've got to get. Listen to me. A Texas guy. Get a Texas connected guy. Okay. Dion. He'll bring his son. He'll bring recruits. And Dion can coach. He can coach. Now he's going to bring other stuff that people in Northwest Arkansas probably aren't used to. They're just not. They're not used to winning either, but they want no. that. That's what they but want. What do you got to lose? Bring him in. Number two. All right. When he is, says this, no, because he's not leaving Colorado this is to come a to guy, Arkansas. A couple of guys out of left field. Um, uh, Lance Leipold from Kansas. He doesn't have Texas connection, but the sucker can coach. Yeah, he can. Uh, uh, just forgot his name. The guy at Kansas State. Cleman. Can coach. Yep. They coach no-star players. and nope. they're They're good. Yeah. Now, out in left field, way out there, I would go after G.J. Kinney from Texas State. If you don't know G.J. Kinney's story, played at Gilmer, right? coached under trailer, played under trailer, uh, won at Incarnate Word, te- went to Texas State, who was terrible. Now they're really good. They score a million points. Texas high school coaches love him. You've got to get recruits from Texas. And he was coaching in the Metroplex. Yes. Yeah. So he's a guy 
that could immediately get recruits from Texas. Because what's going to happen is, you don't want to hear this, but there's a team moving into the conference next year from Austin. And they've got Texas recruiting pretty much a stranglehold on it. Or pretty much. Not all the way. Yeah, well, there's but the other can, problem is there's another team coming with them from across the river yeah. that does help to lock up yes. recruiting in the Oklahoma state of Texas. Oklahoma and Texas, yeah. they have the Metroplex. Right. But if you get a guy, and I'm not saying Arkansas can get two or three five stars from the Metroplex. They probably can't. They're not, no. They but can't. if you can get one five star from, from Dallas-Fort Worth, maybe get Five or six fours from the Houston area. Jeez, Kevin. You can get them if you got the guy. Kevin. And then everybody says, what about Trailer? Jeff Trailer. Jeff Trailer. Here's the thing. Down at uh, UTSA. And and I'm not saying Antium. Antium's a better job than Arkansas. They can probably pay better. Probably pay better. Sam's making three. He's (laughs) Jimbo's Uh, walking out with 76. (laughs) I think Trailer is waiting on the Antium job. Well, it's open now. It's open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no lead to wait anymore. But if you're Arkansas, call them. I called Dion. All right, Randy Haskins, you're got a laughing face. I'm laughing too. I want Dion. Huh? He doesn't want Dion. I don't know. He's sent a laughing. You're not going to get Dion. You got to. Arkansas is not getting Dion. Yeah, you. Oh, sure. You never know. You ask. You back channel and see. You got any interest coming to the SEC? Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. And I don't know if uh, Arkansas is an attractive job in some in some regards. Yeah. Their facilities are going to be top notch. Yes. No question. The fan base is starving for wins. You're in a growing area in northwest Arkansas with a lot of money in it. All that's true. <clears throat> but gosh. If you, I'm a five-star kid living in Dallas, Texas. You convince me why I need to go to Arkansas instead of some other school. They would go simply because of Deion Sanders. They're not going if Deion says. So, so GJ Kinney's my coach. Am I going to Dallas? Am I going to, to Fayetteville because of GJ no, Kinney? You're not going to get the five stars that would normally go to Texas or A&M or LSU or Oklahoma. No, there aren't many but five get, stars beyond that. You get that four-star guy that. Or a three-star guy that could be developed. They're getting that now. And you got to get. You got to go in the portal. They're getting that now. They're go doing in all the that portal, now. And you get somebody that can run the offense that yeah. he's run. I, and I love Billy. And I. I mean, I, I get all of it. And Billy's going to be in here tomorrow. Yeah. And he's going to have to tell me why I'm wrong. And he pro- and he will trust yeah. me. But I don't know that they can win. Yeah. You 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 mentioned Texas and Oklahoma are coming in. I'm more, and you and I were talking about it off the air. I'm more worried about the fact that Missouri is really good and yeah. Mississippi is really good. That worries me. Those to me used to be, if you're Arkansas, those were games I was going to win. Yeah, I may not beat Bama. I may not beat LSU. Although LSU was was a flip of the coin a lot of times. I may not beat Georgia, but I was going to beat those guys. Mm. Now all of a sudden I'm looking at it going crap. Missouri's really good. Ole Miss is pretty darn good. Oklahoma's coming in around me on the other side. Texas is coming in the conference. The Aggies have recruiting classes for days that are good. They just haven't figured out how to make it work right yet. LSU is up, down, but better. Where am I going to win? Yeah. Where am I going to get yeah. wins from? 
Yeah. Even Mississippi State, who fired their guy today, beat me. Yeah. Where am I getting wins from? It's going to be tough. I just can't. Just, I, you know, Tony made the argument for years, if you're Arkansas, love on Musselman and men's basketball and love on Van Horn and baseball and be those things and don't lose your mind about football because the hole that's happened and has gotten bigger has swallowed up Arkansas football. Whether it's the bad hires Mm -hmm. from when Bobby was making a mistake on the back of a motorcycle to today. And and people in the state love Sam. He's a sweet guy. He's apparently a really nice guy. They got beat at home after upsetting Florida where you're back in the conversation about Mm -hmm. a bowl game they got humiliated on Saturday. Yeah. They're not developing players. They're not developing. Their offensive line, his thing, is horrid. Yeah. That's why I love Razorback fans. They're not going to give up on football. But if I could tell you right now, Billy, you can be eight and four. You can be oh, nine God. and three. Are you kidding me? Give me six right now, and I think they'd be ecstatic. Um, Randy, I, no, Prime's not coming to Arkansas. What I'm saying is, Offer it to him. Make him make him say no. Hey, Texas, three years ago, I promise you they called Nick Saban. They called Mike Tomlin. They, they called Belichick. They, they didn't call any of those guys. Y'all interested? They didn't call no, any of uh, those we guys. We had to ask. And they then they got to start. They don't call any of them. Um, they are, however, having people feel out. Yeah. Hey, talk to Nick and see if Nick's interested yeah. in coming to Austin. And that guy will say back if, to the third guy, you know, Nick says he's happy where he is. That nobody, nobody in Austin, I don't think, is picking up the phone and calling Nick. Uh, Texas has their guy. A&M could have their guy. Well, you got to hold that thought because we uh, got a break in about a minute, and I want to hear. You said you're going to fix the Aggies, so I need to hear how this is going to go. The Longhorns. This is a big problem too. Longhorns don't really need fixing. Well, they they need uh, a running get, back right we now. Can get, you know, he was the he's the best running back in the country according to NFL scouts. Well, when That's he had two good, good he legs, was. he was, and he's he's gone. Yeah. That hurts. Hurts. That that hurts dramatically. Uh, Texas is a flawed team, but they're winning these games. They have the intestinal fortitude to win close games. And for the past 12 years, they did not do that. So if you're a Longhorn fan, listen, the spread right now with Iowa State is seven. Bet your mortgage on Iowa State. Bet under. We, we struggle going to Ames. I'm just telling you. Yeah. There's a great chance Texas loses. this. It's going to be in Iowa State. It's going to be 35 degrees. And it is a trap game. Iowa State always plays Texas good. And especially at home. It's There's gonna, some places, especially at, like South Carolina, can't win anywhere except at home. Yeah. Iowa State against Texas is a pretty good bet. In Iowa State. So, I'm just telling you. All right, well. Bet your college fund. We're, we're, <laughs> all right, don't take advice financially from Kevin Carpenter, by the way. We're about to take a break. Uh, we're going to catch our breath, and then he's going to tell us how to fix the Aggies, which is a whole different can of worms. We'll come back in a minute here on Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Kevin Carpenter on the fan, 107.9.
right, 10 minutes till uh, top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Kevin Carpenter with you today. All right, we have we fixed a bunch of stuff. We fixed we didn't fix the holes. We just Well, you you think you did if you get Dion, but whatever. All right, so the Aggies who win 51 to 10 <laughs> over Mississippi State, which is maybe one of the goofiest firings of all time for timing. Yeah. I get that Zach Arnett lost his job at Mississippi. I, I, I don't. Let me rephrase that. I don't get it. They 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 shoved him into that job after Mike after Leach Lee. passed away. They gave him a season. And granted, they've not been good this year. And I college football's big time money and big time recruits. And you can fall behind and can't catch up if you don't make changes in a hurry. They'll have to see what they can come up with that's better than yeah. what they had. But Jimbo Fisher has the sweetest deal known to man when you're walking up. He's going to get a big, big check between now and basically the 15th of January, and then he's going to get $7 million bucks a year every year for the next <laughs> yeah. seven or eight years. It's unbelievable. And he needed to go. He, he, he needed to go. I mean, they're... Uh, they they were right. We're, they're in a rut, and they can't figure out how to get out of the rut. They're not beating teams that they want to be able to beat, and, and they're beating teams that they should beat. Let me tell you why he got fired. It's because of the Texas Longhorns. It, it's plain and simple. Because Anium next year, Texas and OU are in the SEC, and Anium could not go into next year stagnant on recruiting, on wins. They couldn't do it because if they did, if if this was next year and Anium is four and five and Texas is eight and two, they they might not ever get out of it. So this is the perfect timing for them to get out of it. Now, who are they going to get? There are five names that have been thrown out yeah. before you do yours. Jeff Trailer, who we already mentioned, mm-hmm. in the neighborhood in San Antonio, he makes sense. He's an up and comer within the state. Yes. Head coach at Oregon, Dan Lanning. Lanning. Head coach at Washington, DeBeer. Mm-hmm. Those three are on the top of the list. Mike Norvell, Florida State. His name's been bantied mm-hmm. about a little bit. I don't know where five's going to come from. Elko. Mike Duke. Elko, who was a former uh, DC at, yeah. uh, at, uh, at A&M. Those are the five popular names. Now, let's hear it. Um, Dan Lanning would be top of my list. Could you get him to come? Yeah. You how much money they got? You got a lot of money. He's got a lot of stuff going on at Oregon, and he's about to move into the Big Ten and get out of the pack. Yeah. You're about to move into a brand new conference. He's going into a conference that Oregon could win next year. Well, I don't say they could win. They could be competitive. Why can't they win? They could. I mean, other than Ohio State, who can't? Who's Michigan? Michigan? Yeah. Well, we'll see what Jim Harbaugh's future I'm looks like. I'm not sure Penn State could beat Kansas State. Boy, you know what? And I've seen James Franklin's name on a list of like potential Aggie coaches. I wouldn't hire Aggie him coaches. for the LE job. Wouldn't touch him. No. He, uh, Lanning would be good. It's pretty harsh, by the Here's way. Here's the thing about yeah, A&M. Yeah. You, you got uh, to get a Texas guy. Now, Lanning has little, has some connections in Texas. The the Washington coach does None, yeah. Elko has a lot of connections. Yep. But he's a defensive Tra- guy. Do you want a defensive guy? I don't want a defensive guy. 
that's why I would go after trailer. Okay. You ask any Longhorn fan that knows what they're talking mm-hmm. about, they don't want trailer to go to AM. Okay. Because he can he can install his offense and he'll go out and get a quarterback and he'll get recruits. He's got a quarterback. Yeah. If, the, if they can get the kid to stay, they've got a good they young do. quarterback. They do. So if you're a Longhorn fan, you don't want you don't want a trailer. Do you worry that much about it, the Aggies right now? If you're a Longhorn fan, not, it feels like not it so much. feels like to me. If I'm the if I'm the Longhorns, I'm worried about Georgia and Alabama. They are. I'm not worried about the Aggies. There's there's uh, right now Texas has the momentum. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to go. For the record, Texas is not a playoff team. They're not good enough to be in the top four. You agree? They're not that good. I don't know yet. They're. Well, they just lost their best offensive player. I get that, and and uh, you, and and I get injuries happen. We're going to see a bunch of guys losing. Yeah, Quinn Ewers was out, and he's back now. Yeah. I I don't know if I agree. They're not one of the best four teams in the country because this is still an incomplete resume we're looking at. Yeah. Oregon and Washington are going to see each other again. Mm-hmm. You would expect Ohio State and Michigan may see each other twice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what we Georgia and Alabama probably going to see each other. Those are probably the two. To my my opinion, those are the two best teams. Who if you, the eyeball test is Georgia and Alabama. Okay. Yeah, Texas beat Alabama, but Milrow wasn't wasn't Milrow yet. He's still learning the position. Can Can Oregon or Washington play with Georgia? I don't think they can. Okay. Well, then they're, they're, can they play with Michigan? I think Michigan's good. I don't. Somebody that can score a lot of points could beat Michigan. Michigan didn't play anybody, so that, I still don't know. Even if I went over Penn State, Penn, State, Penn State's I'm just an, eh. They're, That's I, what I get from that. Eh. Kansas State could beat Penn State. Um, Oklahoma would beat Penn State. Texas would beat Penn State. Mm, I don't know about Oklahoma right now uh, either. I'm a little it, leery on them. Uh, but what the Aggies, they're going to they're gonna talk to Trailer. I promise you they're going to talk to Trailer. Is he big enough? Is he high enough for you? Went from hiring Jimbo to hiring Jeff Trailer. If that's if that's where they're going, and I, and I I don't have a problem with Jeff. Jeff's a great guy. Yeah, he, like you said, he was in our neighborhood at Gilmer. He's in Arkansas. He's a very good guy. If I'm an Aggie booster that has the pockets I have, and we've been looking around at four years, five years, whatever, your AD convinced me to give this guy 10 and 95, and now I'm paying him a check for sitting at the house for the next eight years. Do I really want to say, and this is not a condemnation. This is just a question as a deep pocket booster. Convince me why Jeff Trailer, who's at UT San Antonio, is my guy to lead this program for the next 10 years. It's a good point. And I don't think those AM Aggie Foundation folks, yeah. they may not want trailer. They no. may want to go after a big name. Yes. Here's a really, really dark horse. Okay, let's dark horse. Don't do it, but all right, go ahead. Lincoln Riley. Why would Lincoln Riley go to AM? Uh they'd pay him more. And he's in Texas. Uh and he's not winning at but he's USC. in California, right? Yeah, but he's only been there a year. And he gives half his salary to the government because of their well, outrageous taxes. It's yes, I give uh, yes, I'll give you that much. He uh, that's the one part I'll concede. And he's just arrogant enough to think he can beat Texas every time he plays them, and okay. he'll beat. Then he'll get to play Oklahoma, who now he hates. 
just a dark horse. I don't think he'll take it either because he's in a good place now. He gets his kids in. He can win the the Big Ten. He's in the best school in the state of California, which has its own extremely fertile recruiting ground. And with the Pac-12 about to fall apart, he's going to be able to probably recruit even better than he had before in his neighborhood. I mean, Oregon and Washington still will be there. Yeah. But UCLA is a nothing. Yeah. Nobody else is in this. And the rest of the conference is going to be minor conferences now. Yeah. I don't. I don't leave USC. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, I like the idea. The taxes intrigue me. Well, but the rest of it, I'm not moving. One person they won't go after is Urban Meyer. Quit. Quit talking about. If they hire Urban Meyer, I will be. I will faint. You wanted Arkansas to talk to Dion. What about the Ags? Yeah, those Aggies won't hire Dion. No. All right. And you know why? Well, of course I do. But I got. I got to ask you. Arkansas. Arkansas is smart enough. To hire Dion. All right, I'm just telling you. <laughs> think of the, think of the money he brings in to Arkansas. Yes, the the players he brings in. The question is, will Dion stay there? Will he just coach there for two years well, until Florida if he's State one and done at Colorado? How long will he be at Arkansas? Yeah, one and done, two and done. Yeah. All right, we're done. It's All good right. seeing you again, man. What a day! Wow, great sports. Day. We'll try it again tomorrow. Hook 'em. Leaving the yard here on the fan 107.9.